your goodness. I thank you for your mercy. Lord, I offer praise to you this morning because you have been good to us, God. I thank you, Lord, this morning for this opportunity. I thank you, Lord, for being here in the midst of this service, God. We welcome your presence this morning, God. Lord, we pray, God, that you have your way, God. We pray, God, Lord, the Holy Spirit would rest, rule, and abide, God. I pray, God, Lord, that the words that come out of my mouth would be your words, God, and not my own, God. I pray, Lord, that we, you would give us ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying, God. Lord, give us a heart to be willing to obey, God. And, Lord, we give you glory. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. I thank God for being here this morning. And I first want to give honor and reverence to my God, my Lord, and my Savior uh, for allowing me to be here to for calling me for this opportunity and I just want to thank my pastor and first lady in their absence for the opportunity to speak this morning thank all the ministers and the deacons and the ushers and all the members for being here this morning just want to give God the glory this morning because God is good God is good God is good we want to give him praise this morning it's not a coincidence that we hear this morning. It's nothing that we did that was great that, we, that, that permitted us to be here. It was all of God's goodness. It was all of his greatness. It was his love. It was his divine purpose that we are here today. So we just want to give God thanks this morning. Give him thanks for who he is. And this morning, I just want to, I want to come from the book of Luke. I'm going to actually stand for the reading of the word. And I'm going to be reading from Luke 18th chapter. And it, and it reads as following. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to always pray and not faint saying, there was, a, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regard, uh, regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest she, least by her coming she weary me. And the Lord, and and the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him though he bear long with them. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith, faith on the earth. May God add a blessing in the reading to the readers and the hearers of his word. 
this passage of this passage of scriptures, we I want to talk about um, prayer, persistence, and faith. Prayer, persistence, and faith. In this passage of scripture, Jesus is teaching uh, how that it is important that we persevere in prayer, that we don't faint in our prayer, we don't give up in our prayer. A lot of times when we begin, when we pray, start praying about something, and we don't see the results immediately, we stop praying. But God wants us to know today that we, we don't stop, we don't faint in our prayers, we keep praying. In this parable that Jesus gave to the disciples, there was a judge. It was an unjust judge. This is a judge who did not fear God. He did not even have any regard or respect for man. This, this judge was totally selfish, hard-hearted, and the position of a judge is to, is to uh, stand, and in, 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 in he's supposed to stand for the people. He's supposed to defend the people. He's supposed to help the people, have com compassion. Have, he's supposed to be impartial. He's supposed to be impartial. He don't, he don't, you don't judge in, in favoritism. You judge rightfully. And, but this judge was the total opposite of our just, ju just judge, God, G Jesus Christ. And then we have a widow. This widow was, um, this widow was in is, was in need of the judge's help. She says she was being in the in the word. It says that she was being bothered by adversary. Adversary is our enemy, and that the Bible doesn't say whether the enemy, what the, the what the enemy, who the enemy was, or what the enemy was. But if you know in the in the Bible what the uh, Old and New Testament teaches about the widows and the orphans that there are the there are the ones who are needy. There are the ones that the Bible tells that we are to be concerned about, that we are to take care of. And we and so uh, God was really concerned about the orphans and the widows. And if you know anything about the widows, in those days the widows were they did when their husband was alive, they they did all the housework, but the husbands made all the decisions. He did all the outside work. He brought all in the income. And so, so when the husband died, you can imagine the position it left her in. It left her in a needy position. Things that he used to do for her, she had to do for herself now. Now, the Bible doesn't say what that problem was, but we just know that whatever that enemy was doing, he was oppressing her. It was oppressing her. She could have had a. She may have been in a conflict with a neighbor. Uh, she may have owed some bills, uh, and she couldn't pay those bills. But it was oppressing her. It was where it was. It was. She was weary, and she was. And she needed some help. And she went to the only one that she knew to go to was the judge, who was she thought was supposed to help her, but. But the judge said, I don't, I don't, in, in verse th uh, three, it says uh, that, that, she, that she went to the, the judge. And the judge, he didn't care. He didn't have, he didn't, he was not concerned of what she, what she was going through. He didn't care whether she got the help she needed. But in, in the verse four, it says that, and he would, and, okay, let me go back. Let me slow down. And there was a willow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. Okay, she's looking for, to him for help. 
But verse 4 says he would not for a while. He didn't bother about helping her. And I want to stay right there for a while. Sometimes we can go to God for help. A while can be a, a, a long time. A while is a, a period of time. A while can be uh, three days, four days, a month, a year, three years. But this, this woman went to him. She kept going to him. And it didn't matter how long it took. She kept going back. She kept going back. She kept going back. And, and he didn't budge. He didn't budge for a while. The Bible said for a while he did not budge. I'm not going to avenge her. His heart was hard. He didn't have, he was careless. He didn't, he didn't, wasn't concerned. And she just kept going back though. You know how much humility that takes? You know how much faith that takes? You know how much belief that takes to just keep going back when somebody don't pay you any attention, have ignored you, have turned their back on you, and you keep going back. You keep going back. You are persistent. You have a purpose. You need this to be solved. You need help. And so you keep going back. And this woman kept going back. And she kept, even though he was rejecting her. Now, this is a cure for rejection right here. He kept rejecting her. And she, and she was determined that I'm going to get vengeance. Uh, he's he's going he's to take care of my problem. And in verse 5, it tells us that yet because this widow troubleth me. He said, yet because this, this widow troubleth me, troubleth, the end of that word, E-T-H, means that he, she continued. It was an ongoing process. It didn't stop. She troubleth me. She troubleth me. And now I'm going to adventure. She don't wore me down. She don't wore me down. I will avenge her. I'm going to avenge her. Least she I'm going to avenge her. Least she worry me. He didn't want to be worried like she was worried. But she, she kept on until she, see how when we keep on praying how it, God was able to change his heart. God was able to turn things around for her favor. He, 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 he softened his heart and he began to do the, jo the, do the job that he was called to do. He began to defend her. He began to uphold, uh, uphold her, uh, stand in, uh, in her case. And then the Lord said in verse 6, hear what the unjust judge said. Listen to what the unjust judge said. You know, the, before he said, I don't care about God. I don't fear God. You know, it's a bad thing to be in the presence of people who don't fear God. Because they, they will do anything to you. They can say they know God, but they don't fear God. They walk in their own ways. They walk in their own decisions. They do things that's, that's not pleasing to God because they don't fear God. It's a bad thing to be around a person who don't fear God. And you know, so there's some church-going people that don't fear God because they do everything that under the sun that does not bring God any glory. They can talk about you and laugh in your face. They can, they, can, they can lie on you and don't even care. They can criticize you and don't even care. Don't even bother them one way or the other. There are some people that do not fear God. You know, the Bible said the beginning of the, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And so we, this judge didn't have any wisdom. He didn't fear God. He didn't reverence God. He didn't respect God. He didn't even know who God was. In order to fear God, you got to know who he is. And so this, this woman, 
this, this judge did not fear God, but look after her, after her continuous prayers, after her continue, continuous going back and forth, wearing him down. See how God, in the process of time, worked on his heart, worked on him, turned things around, and she was able to get, uh, get vengeance for her adversary. Her, her. And then in verse 7 it says, And shall not God avenge his own elect? Shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? We serve a God that is a just God. When we go to God in prayer, we don't have to worry about him turning us away. And when I was reading this story, there's three things, there's three, um, well, there's a lot of things I saw in this, but there's three things I want to bring out. First of all, when we find ourselves in uh, being attacked by the adversary, the, the enemy who, do, who does come against us, whose who job is to steal, kill, and destroy, who is to bring about confusion in our life, who are to bring, who brings fear in our life, who stirs up um, havoc in our life, when we find ourselves in that type of situation, we need to know that God answers prayer. We know, know that we have a just God. We have a holy God and a merciful God. We have a compassionate God. We have a God who says, tells us to cast all your cares on me because I care. We have a God who tells us to not to worry about what we're going to eat or what we're going to drink or what we're going to wear. He said, I know you have need of those things. We have a God who says, I can provide all your need according to my riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We have a God who tells us to, to, to seek, to keep on seeking, to keep on asking. You know, that, that kind of, that, that, that um, undermines the, the teaching that we hear in a lot of churches that it's not faith if you, if you pray one time, if you keep praying over and over for the same thing. You know, some teachings say that if you don't, you don't have no faith if you keep praying over and over. But God, that's contrary to the word of God. God says keep on asking. Keep on, keep on knocking. Keep on, keep on uh, uh, knocking on those doors. Keep on asking. And, he, and so we have to keep, he said, pray without ceasing. God said, if you cry out to me, I will hear. When the righteous cry out to me, I would hear. When the righteous cry out to me. But when we cry out to God, we have to cry out in faith. We have to cry out believing. We have to cry knowing that what I prayed for, God is answering that prayer. He's already answered. I already have what I prayed for because God is a, 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 a tr God of truth and his word stands firm. So we have to, when we pray, we have to believe, we have to know that God answers our prayer. He don't always answer them when we want them. He don't always answer them how we want them. We, uh, we, sometimes he, we, have to, we have to learn to wait on the answer. And, but God is answering whether he's saying wait, yes, no, or wait. Because while we're praying, while we're praying, God is doing something. He's moving in the spirit. He's just not sitting there looking like, like the judge. Uh, leave me alone. Get away. Get out of my, my get out of my, my way. He's saying he's he's doing something in the spirit. He's doing something in us when we pray. 
Well, if we keep, we, you might say, why do I have to keep praying over and over? God already knows what I need. He already, he already understands my situation. Why do I have to keep praying for the same thing? What I learned from this, you got to put yourself in the position of a beggar. A beggar, when you see a person sit out there begging, they're humble. We have to go to God humbly. We can't command what we want from God. And when we, when we keep going to God, he's developing our character. He's he developing our faith. He's developing our patience. He's working stuff out of us. He's working stuff in us. You know, when we keep going to God, you know, he, we, we, we get in tune with what God wants us to have. When we keep going back and forth to him, knowing that he, that he is that he can answer the, that the, believing that he can answer those prayers, we 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 learn that God is 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 got us back on the Potter's wheel, and He's working on us. Now, what we're praying for might not be a bad thing. It may not be a bad thing what we're praying for, but it may not be a divine purpose of God. It may not be the, the, the time for it. And so sometimes when we pray for things, it's, it's, it may not be time for it. So God has to prepare us for it. God has to get us in the position to receive that, what we're asking for. So therefore, we have to wait on God. And while we are waiting, we, are, we continue to pray. We don't stop praying while we're waiting. We continue to work and pray. We continue to believe. We continue to act. You know, and that just reminds me of the acronym of prayer, which is ACTS. Uh, ACTS, uh, we need to, while we are praying, we need to, um, um, we need to adore God. We need to praise him. The acronym for prayer is ACTS, adore God. We need to be in confession, and we need to be in thanksgiving, and we need to uh, be in supplication. We need to adore God. Praise him while you're praying, while you're, act, while you're waiting. Continue to praise him. Tell God how good he is, how much you adore him, how much you love him, and how, who he is, that you are just such a great and awesome God. You see, because when you begin to do the acts, you take your mind off the problem, and then you, your, folk, and your mind is focused on God. He said, if you keep your mind on me, I'll keep you in perfect peace. And so we have to, we have to, we have to apply the acts to our prayer. And then we have to confess. Uh, confess. And then when we're praying, God will either going to show you some things that you need to repent of, things you need to turn away from, things that hindering this prayer from being answered. And then confession is also, we need to confess the word of God. We need to continuously, in spite of what we see, because a lot of times we pray. We pray for sickness. We pray, we pray for, to be healed. And when you pray, to get, if you're like me, if you pray to get healed, look like the symptoms get worse. You can't look at the symptoms. You got to believe. You got to stand. You got to be in faith that God's word is going to perform. He's going to perform his word. What he sent his word out to do, he's gonna, it's going to happen. So we got to believe that God's word is true. If he said in his word that I have healed you, we have to stand on that. If he said by his stripes, Jesus already took this. This is already a part of the atonement. We have to believe that. We got to stand in faith. We got to believe that. We got to know that God answers prayer. We got to know that he's going to answer these prayers. 
The second thing I saw was that don't give up in your prayer. Don't give up. And I think I already said that when you begin to pray, and a lot of times we begin to pray, we can pray for family members and look like they get worse. The, thing, the situation just turns completely opposite. And we say, God, where are you? I just prayed. You said I could have what I prayed for. But we have to keep on. Don't get weary in well-doing. Don't faint. Don't faint. Don't die on the vine. Don't, don't give up. Don't let the enemy have the victory. The, the victory is yours, but you have to hold on. You got to persevere. You got to be steadfast, unmovable. You got to move. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep pressing. You got to keep praying. You got to keep praying. And while you're praying, keep praising. Keep believing. While you're praying, keep confessing. While you're praying, keep uh, in a, in a, uh, praying for somebody else. When you, while you keep praying, while you're praying, learn to wait and listen. Learn to wait and listen. God hears our prayers. He is concerned about our prayers. He's a just judge. He can bring, he can bring vengeance about in every situation. We see all this, this, this stuff going on in the world, and we get upset because the, we see the police killings, and we get upset. But God said, vengeance is mine. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. I will repay. He can do a much greater job in taking revenge than we can because we can just get ourselves in deeper trouble by doing it our way. God is our avenger, and he don't mind us coming to him because we are his children. We are the ones he called to be his children. We're not his children because we say his. We're his children because we have confessed Jesus as our Lord and Savior. That 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 he brought he adopted us into his family, and we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We are his children, and he said, "Cast your cares upon me, because I care for you." He said, "Come to me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest." He said, he tells us, he gave us the, the permission to come boldly to the throne of grace and let our requests be made known. So we have to keep on praying. We have a God who, who is concerned about every detail of our life. We have a God who cares about what, when we up and when we down. We have a God who cares, who knows us in and out. He knows how many strings of hair we have on our head. He knows the words that come out of our mouth before we even speak them. He knows the intents of our heart, and he still loves us. We have a God who is, is, a, uh, is a, if, who loves us with an everlasting love. We have a forgiving God. We have a merciful God. We have a compassionate God. And we, we have a loving Father who cares about us and wants a relationship with us. He wants us to come to him. He's waiting with open arms for us to just come to him. You know, a lot of us, we suffer by ourselves. We suffer needlessly because we don't bring all of our cares to the Lord. We suffer needlessly. We have decisions that we have to make. We have directions that we need. We have problems. The adversary is weighing us down. And we rather stay up under the load of the enemy than to go to God. We rather stay up under the load of the oppression that the enemy has put upon us and, 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 and stay in our pride before we go 
to God. So we need to go to God because we know that God cares. When you know that God loves you, you don't have no problem going to him. But the problem is we don't, we don't all know that God really loves us. We haven't gotten that revelation that God really loves us. That God, the creator of heaven and earth, the, the one who put the stars, the moon in the sky, who, 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 who provide, who, who gives us breath every day, he really loves us. What more does he have to do to show us that he loves us? He loves us with an everlasting love. He showed us his love when he sent his son, his only begotten son, to, 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 to die on the cross to pay for the sins that you and I did. So we have to realize we have a God who loves us. And when you know that he loves you, you have no problem going to him. Sometimes we feel like, well, I, I'm not worthy. I don't feel like God wants to talk to me. I, I'm not worthy. I can't, I can't talk to God. That shows where your heart is. That shows where your heart is. That shows that you're not in, you're not in revelation of the love that God has for you. God wants a relationship with us. He wants to have one. You know, how, how are you going to have a relationship with your children if you never commune with them? If they never commune with you? If you never tell them how much you love them? If you never show them how much you love them? I mean, how are you going to have a You can't have a relationship with nobody else until you have one with God. Not a successful one. It got to go this way before it can go out this way. We have to have a relationship with God. So when you know that God loves you, you have no problem going to him in prayer. You know, and, and I love to pray. Prayer, prayer is, a, is, is when you're praying, and when you're praying to a God that you know that hears your prayer, you know, God begins to, to speak into you. He begins to talk to you. He begins to, you know, show you the right way, the, 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 the different way. You begin to show you how to pray. Sometimes you don't know, even know how to pray for a situation. But once you start praying, God will, the Holy Spirit will begin to guide you. He will begin to lead you. He'll get, he's our helper, our paraclete. He comes along. He assists us. He assists us in our prayers because we don't always know what to pray for. So when we pray, don't get discouraged. Don't throw in the towel. Don't, don't, don't faint because you will reap a harvest if you faint not. The third thing I saw is it takes faith to persevere. It takes faith to be persistent. You have to believe. The Bible says faith is the substance, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We all hoping for something. We all believing for something. We all want desire something. But are you going to give up because it don't happen right away? Are we going to give up because we don't see it suddenly? No, God is a suddenly God. He can do it suddenly. But will you learn from what, will you learn his purpose? Will you learn that what he wants you to learn while you're going through the process? We like to abort the process. We want, because we like, we in a microwave generation. We want it right now. We want it right now. And sometimes, when the, even when it come out the microwave, it ain't done. It's not even perfect. It's not even done. Sometimes it's overdone. <laughs> so God, we, we, need, we, have to, we have to walk in faith. Faith. We have to walk in faith. 
And when a lot of you say, well, I don't have that kind of faith. God has given every man a measure of faith. He's, we, we have, he say, all you need is a, uh, the faith of a mustard seed. That's a small, tiny, little seed. And the more you pray, the more you see God answer, the more you see you work through the, him work through the process, the more you see him developing you, the more you see your character changing, the more you see who you're praying for, their character is changing, the more you see God move, the more that faith grows. That faith grows. And so we need to have faith. The widow woman had faith. She had faith in not in the, she had faith that if she keeps on going to this judge, he's going to eventually, he's going to eventually avenge me, avenge me. If I keep going, he, he's not, he can't keep turning me away. He's going to, and that's the same way with God. When we keep going to God, don't let your pride stop. He said, well, I, can't, I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to do this no more. Don't let friends or family tell you, well, you keep on praying to that God who don't answer you. Why? Don't let people that don't, don't know God, don't let the world tell you any different. Because God, because we, we, he said, you can't please me without faith. It, it's going to take faith to persevere. We have to believe in a God who, 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 whose words are, who, we have to believe in the God who says that, that, let me get this right. We have to believe that God is a rewarder for those who diligently seek him. We have to believe that God is going to be true to his word. We have to believe that God is going to be faithful to his word. He said his word is going to accomplish what he sent it forth to. It's not going to return to him void. We have to believe that God cares enough to give us the desires of our heart. He said, if you delight in me, if your ways delight in me, he said, I will give you the desires of your heart. But that don't always mean it's going to come right away. He said, if you cast your cares on me because I care. He said, so we have to keep on praying. And I'm just, I'm thinking of a story that's in the Bible where it was the, the Canaanite woman, I believe, then Matthew, the Canaanite woman, who, who went to Jesus. And she said, she told Jesus that, uh, asked him to come heal my child because my child is possessed with a demon. And Jesus just kind of paused and hung his head. He just paused. He didn't say nothing. But it was the disciples that said, send her away. Get her out of here. Send her away. But then Jesus finally, said, finally spoke to her. And he said that, that he came to the house of Israel. And his, what he have is not for, the other words, the dogs. See, the Canaanites were, were less important than, than everybody else. They were the underdogs, considered the underdogs. But Jesus showed her that he was a God of compassion, that he was a God, of, a just God, a righteous God. And she, he said, and she said to him that even, he said, he's not supposed to, uh, his healing was, not, other words, I'm paraphrasing, his healing is not for, his, what he have is not for the, the dogs. And she said, even the dogs eat from the crumbs of the table. Even the dogs look for the crumbs on their table. And he looked at her and he said, your faith, he, he recognized her faith, and he rewarded her for her faith. He told her to go in faith, and, and her daughter was healed that same hour. And so we have to have faith. If she had a stopped, if she had a listened to the disciples when they sent her away, or told her to go away, get away, if she had not persevered, if she, not ha if she had not continued, 
Her daughter would not, she would not have seen the manifestation of God's miracle. She would not have seen the healing of her daughter. So she, if she had even had faith in, she had faith in Jesus. Who is your faith in? Who are you going to? Who are you relying on? Who are you expecting to avenge you? Are you, are you looking into yourself? Are you is some your family members, your friends, your job? Who you are you expecting to avenge you, avenge you? So she had faith in Jesus. And there's another one, the, the, the woman with the issue of blood who suffered for 18 years. Could you imagine suffering in your body six, 18 years and you went to, you have went to every doctor in the world and they, nobody helped you spend every dime. I can relate to that. Been sick just about all my life. In and out hospitals all my life. Don't spend every dime I had trying to get the help that I need and I still don't get it from the doctors. So who do I turn to? She had to know. She, had, she, she didn't give up, though. She didn't give up. She saw Jesus. She, saw, she knew that there was some hope in Jesus. There was some hope in him. And she touched to him. Sometimes we need to pray. We just need to keep praying until we can touch him. We need to keep praying until we can touch him. She touched the hem of his garment, and she was made whole. We need to keep on praying until we can touch him. We need to keep on praying until that manifestation, the, the acronym PUSH, pray until something happens. Keep praying until something happens. Keep praying until you get the manifestation of what you're praying for. Keep praying for those children, that child that's on them drugs. Keep praying for that mother that's on the drugs. Keep praying for that mother that's abusive. Keep praying for that, 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 uh, the, 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 the politicians. Keep praying for our president. Keep praying for, for the, that, that family member that needs that salvation. Keep praying. And even though the, search of the situation might look like it's not going in your favor, keep praying. Don't stop. Keep praying. Keep praying for that family member that's, that's going wayward, that rebellious person. Keep praying for those that have a heart, stiff heart, that just don't want to hear from God. You done talked and talked and talked and you done talked and you done prayed, you done snotted, you done fast, and they still don't want to break. Keep praying. Don't stop. Keep praying. Keep praying for those children who are walking in, who find themselves having an identity crisis. We keep praying. Keep praying for our children. Keep praying that I say for the safety of our children. When I'm praying, it don't look like it's working. Well, keep praying. Keep praying. And while you're praying, praise him. While you're praising him, keep praying. While you're praying, keep adoring him. Keep acknowledging him. Keep having faith. Keep believing. Don't die on the vine. Don't die. Don't, don't die. Don't die while you, you're waiting on God because God will come through for you. He will come through for you. He will not, you will not be ashamed for trusting in God. He will come through. This, we serve a God who, is, who loves us. He loves us too much to, to, to have us to come to him and then turn us away. He loves us too much for that. So we got to keep praying for those difficult situations. I don't know what that enemy is in your life. I don't know who that what the, how he's oppressing you, uh, the things that's burdening you, the things that's causing you to be weary, the things that's causing you to, uh, to turn away from God. But God says, keep praying. Keep coming to me. I will reward you. 
I will reward you. Don't faint. Don't faint. Stand. Stand. Be unmovable. So we have, so even in, in, in verse, in verse um, 8, we see that even after he was, the, the widow woman was avenged. And when Jesus said that God will avenge his elect, if they come crying to him day and night, that's a promise. You know, God is our shelter. He's our refuge. He's our hope. <laughs> He's our hope. He's all we have. Jesus said in verse 8, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when, they, when the Son of Man cometh, and Jesus is coming back. He's coming back. You see all the turmoil in this world. You see all the dysfunction in this world. You see all the, the crime. You see the hatred. You see the, the hardness of the hearts. You see the unloving hearts. You see all this stuff. You see no compassion. All this stuff. Jesus is coming. And he said when he comes, is he going to find faith on the earth? Is he going to find faith in his people? Are you going to persevere until he come? Are you going to persevere until he come? Is he going to find faith in you? Ask yourself, when Jesus comes, is he going to find this kind of faith in me? Is he going to find the faith that causes me to persevere? When he's going to find the faith that causes me to keep striving, to keep pushing, to keep, to keep, um, to keep going. You can't just give up because we're going to have trials and tribulations on this earth. We're not exempt from sickness and disease. We're not exempt from all the bad things that happen. God says, I reign on the just as well as the unjust. But the difference, as we, the difference in us is we have a just God that we can go to. We have a righteous God that we can go to. We have a God that can avenge us. We have a God that can hold back the hands of the enemy. We have a God who has already defeated the enemy. We have a God who is, is God and has all power in his hand. And he has all control in his hand. We have a God who is sovereign. He can do whatever he wants to do. And he don't need our permission and nobody else's permission to do it. He can, he can, if he wants to tell the stars to fall to the ground, they will do it. He, and we don't have to, we don't have to uh, answer to us. But we, we have to go to him humbly. And we have to maintain. We have to keep on going. And when we, while we are waiting on God, we have to have faith. We have to keep on studying our word. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. When we, when we, while we are waiting on God to answer our prayers, we have to keep on serving God. When we, we serve God, when we serve in one another, when we are loving one another, when we are caring about one another, each other's welfare, that's how we serve God. We can't say I'm not going to serve God because he's not answering my prayer. And we, when we, we, and even when we're praying, we have to forgive others. God. We have to, he, said, he said we have to forgive those. When, you, when, you, when you're praying, when you stand praying, forgive one another. Sometimes forgiveness stops, blocks your prayers. Unforgiveness blocks our prayers. We have to forgive one another. So would Jesus find faith? on the earth when he returned, when he find that type of faith, when he find that persistence, 
that, that persistence in prayer, that believing that he is the God who answers prayer, will he, will he find that, that, that persistence to keep believing that God loves me? Will he find that persistence that keeps believing that God is going to reward, reward me? Will he find that persistence? Will he find that persistence when he comes back? In, uh, will he find that faith in us? Thank you.